Hi, hello, fashion lovers, and welcome to another episode of It's Giving Fashion. Turn to the left. It's me, Shay Coulee, obviously the girl, and my best friend, the one, the only, Tiger Lily. <laughs> Coming at ya. <laughs> With all of our opinions on fashion, friendship, trends, and everything in between. Ah, how are you doing, good old Tosh? I'm doing grand. How are you, Tosh? You know, I'm I'm doing great. I shot my album cover. So, you know, I'm digging glitter out of every crevice that you could possibly imagine. There's glitter everywhere. Something for the archives. <laughs> Something for the archives. Something to say for later. Speaking of archives, we're going to be talking about fashion decades on today's episode and specifically the decades that made us. Yeah. You know, we are two people who were born in the very late 80s. Very late. Very late <laughs> 80s, barely okay? in the 80s. Barely in the 80s. I couldn't even talk in the 80s. So was I really considered Period. alive? Period. <laughs> so- <laughs> but we're going to cover the 80s. We're going to cover the 90s, like very deep in the 90s, because obviously you and I are children of the 90s. So a lot of our awareness of fashion happened during this iconic time, mm-hmm. which we see a lot of people barring from in trends now. So period. Um, <laughs> we're going to talk about the early 2000s, the millennium, Y2K. What? Wait, what do Y2K stand for? Year 2000. <laughs> But why 2K? We're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to get into these decades. Tosh, I'm going to start with you, good old Tosh. When, when was the moment that you realized that you loved fashion? And when did you decide that you wanted to give it? (laughs) Well, it was very distinct for me. I was, you know, born in the late 80s, but I was truly a child of the 90s. Amen. So like boy bands, girl bands, that was really when fashion hit it for me because in these bands like you know each one had their character they had like spice girls perfect example baby spice sporty spice ginger you know scary spice and posh just all those different personalities that were brought and how they all like clearly were part of the same band but you know they brought their own spice to it (laughs) that was when i was like oh my god i'm obsessed I wanted to be Baby Spice, but I was also a little Clearly. sporty Spice. Yeah, <laughs> right? So that was truly the moment when I was just absolutely obsessed with fashion. And, you know, musical influences from there on out are what heavily swayed me, you yes. know? I guess prior to that, low-key, it was Aaliyah and 
TLC, T Boz Left Eye and Chili. That because they were more of like the tomboy, and they mm-hmm. were earlier, yeah. you know. But I love that too because you know I grew up playing softball. I was mm-hmm. like, these girls are cool. Yeah, you know they're not just girly girls. You know, yeah. So yeah, they I wear loved... eye patches. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> You're like representing for people with limited visibility. Hello. What brought you into fashion, Tosh? Okay. I would say my earliest influences of like fashion for me was going to church. Um, Because, you know, like at an early age, I understood I was just like, okay, on Sunday, we're getting dressed up. And Mm. like everybody's going to be dressed up. I I don't uh, so I would say maybe I was like three ish like maybe around mm-hmm. like three or so but I did this thing and you know obviously always at church because like you know ladies were wearing like skirts and stuff like that but I would always like walk up to ladies um at church and just like rub the backs of their calves because I loved the way that <laughs> nylons. I love the way that nylons felt. <laughs> and I would just oh like always God. just like casually like walk up to ladies and then just start rubbing their calves. <laughs> oh my God. And they're all like, oh, look at him. He's going to be teaching the ladies, man. I'm like, um, <laughs> correction. I think what you mean is lady man. <laughs> <laughs> But that was, like, definitely where it started because I also, like, I would love to get dressed up. You know, I would always have my pants, my little suspenders and my shirt, my bow tie. And, like, you know, like, my mom would dress me up for church. And I loved it. You know, talk about occasion dressing. Like, I loved it. Mm Mm-hmm. But then I feel like when I started, like, really getting interested in fashion as, like, oh, you can have a sense of individual style or you can be Mm -hmm. like a creator or a contributor to fashion. I felt really was watching um, Sister Sister. Oh, yeah. Because Lisa had fashions by Lisa. And Jack Hay was like that mom, auntie, friend that you like, you know, always wanted to be around. And she was so fierce and and confident. And, you know, she was always designing these cool looks and fashions. And like the fashions on Sister Sister were like... Hello. Just honestly, just from like a costume design perspective and level, like the way that the girls were dressed, the way that Jack Hay was dressed, like they always looked meant. Absolutely. And also, like, Jack Hay being a plus-size woman on television and not Mm -hmm. looking like a slob, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, she was so put together and just so fashion-forward, just such a trendsetter. I mean, it was... Yeah, it was amazing. Yeah, truly. Because, you know, because she was, like, always sketching and creating and things like that. And then um, also the movie Selena. 
Oh. Because Selena was always like sketching. And like, you know, so then you're also seeing like, you know, Lisa was kind of like always sketching like day fashions or like, you know, mm. like maybe like an evening dress or something. And like Selena was always creating these like performance, like stage yes. looks, you know? Yes. And so for me as a kid watching that, like seeing these like creators like make these like really cool, especially for Selena, these like sexy girl, that little black and red number that she wears in like beady beady bum bop with the little straps little crossover strap and the little curls on top of her head like I just remember seeing that and just being like wow Wow. (laughs) right just you know for me and I like baby that's drag okay yes what Selena was giving us was drag the pop girls don't be out there designing the looks like that they don't be doing Absolutely. it like Selena Quintanilla Perez. They don't do it like that anymore. Like, she was yep. the GOAT. Like, the closest we got was Destiny's Child with Tina Knowles over there doing their costumes. Right. Oh. Which, Tina Knowles, she, she, she ooh. The looks in she those videos. It. Oh, my God. Those Destiny's Child looks, like... <sighs> There's something really satisfying for me about the designs and, like, costumes for, like... Like you said, girl groups and boy bands. Mm-hmm. How do they all have their individual style, but how do they also all work together as a unit? You know, like yes. every look for a girl group or a boy band is like a mini collection. You know what yes, I'm saying? Like, truly. and I love seeing like that. Those, those like looks put together stage looks oh my gosh you know because like you said we were kids of the 90s and like the 90s were exuberant okay yes bitch so we were rich time. this country was rich <laughs> like i remember christmas in the 90s bitch okay oh that was Yo, everything the gifts would be stacked up to like the top of the tree you know what i'm saying like everybody was eating good in the 90s yeah. you know what i'm mm-hmm. saying like oh my god like i was a kid walking around in like little air jordans same, you know what I'm saying? Same. Like, you know, I have my little Air Jordans. Like, yo, by the time that we got into that recession in 2007, my parents were like, don't come asking me for no designer shoes. We ain't doing that. <laughs> they said Kmart. They said Kohl's. <laughs> you, you got some Kohl's cash? You can use that. <laughs> pay less? Get more. Pay less. They said, oh my that's God. what you get. Uh, Is Payless still around? Hell yeah, Payless is still around. Shout out to Payless for having big girl shoe sizes. Oh, work. Yeah, love that. Because, baby, back in the day, in the beginnings of drag, me and Kim Chi used to be boxing in the aisles of Payless for, like, <laughs> shoes. Because we had the same size fit, and they would have, like, one or two. Me and her. I remember those days. Okay, love that. <laughs> Fashion has really changed so much over the course of our very short, young, fresh lives. Um, (laughs) You know, as two people who were born in the very late 80s, you know, we still saw a lot of, like, influences carried over into, like, the early years of our youth. But, like, you know, mid-90s was when it really got, like, I don't know, kind of like amongst the times where I started becoming aware of fashion. I'm sure the same as you. You know, a lot of the references Mm -hmm. that we were making earlier, Spice Girls, Sister, Sister, we're talking like mid-90s, like 95. Mm -hmm. So like one thing too, I think about fashion 
is when we're talking about fashion in decades, a lot of times, like those first few years of a decade is still very much so reminiscent of the decade previous. You know, like early 90s still had a lot of like 80s influences Mm -hmm. into it. It, You you don't really start understanding the DNA of a decade, I'd say until about like year like four or five. Right, absolutely. You know, I would say except for the millennium, just because everyone was so focused on that change, on that shift into a new millennium that it was just like, things were so immediately changing. We were like, this is a new millennium. This is how we're dressing now. This is the technology, all of that. So, you know, you get into the middle of a decade and I feel like that's when you really get into the DNA of that decade. And I know like for the 90s, I felt like the 90s really became like the birth of nostalgia. Yes. You know, because kind of like up through the late 60s is when we're still having all these fashion revolutions, Mm -hmm. you know. Um, I think the major, the last major one was Mary Quant and the miniskirt, which I think was like 67 or something like Mm -hmm. that. So... Though I feel like in the 70s, there was like, you know, a callback to Art Deco style, the 30s. We kind of saw callbacks to the 40s and the 80s. I feel like the 90s was when it really became apparent that like, you know, the youth and people were like seeking nostalgia. I feel like we saw a lot of references to the 60s -hmm. and the 70s in the 90s. We saw a lot of... Very like flower power, um, smiley face silhouettes, smiley faces, bell bottom mm-hmm. jeans came back, 60s like hairdos, like kind of jumpers, that kind of situation. We saw a lot of those callbacks come back into the 90s. But then, you know, there was also just kind of like this sense of like 90s like freedom that was just like really just like loud in your face. I think of like Nickelodeon oh. and like all that and like kind of like the way that like these these young actors were styled and it was like a mixture of so many things. You know, we oh. got grunge in the 90s. Yes. We got we got like athletic wear and like street fashion mm-hmm. really becoming huge. Like we really kind of like saw like urban and like hip hop style really coming into the forefront in the 90s, like as something that was really trendy and things that people wanted to emulate. Mm-hmm. And like ripping off Gucci and like, you know, mm-hmm. this this luxury being mixed into streetwear. And that's when we start seeing it like on Fresh Prince and stuff. You know, we see like this mm-hmm. urban style with, you know, just like these rich, <laughs> rich, cool kids, you know? Yeah. Because I feel like where there was like a difference between like the 80s and the 90s, you know, the 80s was really about excess and everyone wanted to really show how rich they were and how rich can you look oh yeah and then in the 90s it kind of turned in this way that was just like how relatable can you look people really started rich people started looking at street fashion right yeah and like you know people without money and the way that they would really apply their own individual style and so like street style became just like really really big in Mm -hmm. the 90s. Well, also thinking about 80s is when we had the birth of the yuppie, you know, the disposable Mm -hmm. income, the preppy look, you know, 
mm-hmm. Ronald Reagan, you, you know, and people were, yeah. were like, F that, like, that's not cool anymore. Like, let's, exactly. you know, let's bring in this street style. So they're like, let's go to these streets. Oh, you know what show was absolutely defining of the 90s was The Nanny. Ooh. Oh, Fran Drescher. Oh, God. Fran Drescher. Look, I loved the Fran Drescher blueprint because what she was always doing, what they always did with Fran is Fran would be in a cocktail dress, Mm -hmm. like something that was like uh, a evening total cocktail moment. But then what they would do is they would throw a turtleneck underneath Mm -hmm. and tights. And then that kind of immediately removed the sexiness from it because she's covered, you know, but it brought it in today, you know, in this way. It didn't seem like she was going out to a dinner. It very much so was just like, oh, she's this woman in her like daytime look, even though she's wearing a cocktail dress, she has her (laughs) turtleneck and her tights on. And it's just like, you know, I mean, she was still very she, she she was still so sexy. Oh my god! Oh, so sexy, Gosh. so sexy. that big hair. I mean, mm. I was obsessed. I, I'm still obsessed with her. She's iconic. Oh my god! I'm like, we should really just do one show where we just break down all these '90s television show icons. Absolutely. Look, I feel like a lot of these girls have things in common. Pam, Regine, mm-hmm. Fran. Um, I actually saw something. It was, I think, it was on TikTok recently that like it was actually like parallels and comparisons between Regine and Fran. Like they literally wore a lot of the same things from the same like designers and runways, you know, because they were just like those like fashion girls. And it's so uh, interesting to see those different, those the same pieces applied to these different characters with these different styles. Mm-hmm. It was just really cool. But 90s, iconic, exuberant, fun. We loved it. We get to the millennium. Mm. Um, first of all, that was that was a crazy such time. A time we all were like, "It's all gonna end." <laughs> I I was like literally, basically like writing my last will and testament at like nine years old. I'm like, and to my dog Simba, I leave my furry. <laughs> Take good care of him. I mean, Furby, <laughs> not furry. That's for another show. <laughs> oh, God. But seriously, we all were like, okay, we're like, the world is going to end. Um, 2000, everything's going to change. It's going to be the, the like age of technology. We're all going to be just like thrust into the future if we don't all die at the stroke of midnight. Mm-hmm. You know, if the lights don't all go out, if the computers don't all delete our information and everybody loses all their money in the bank and like the stock market crashes and everything, if that doesn't happen, we're just going to go like straight into the future in technology. Spoiler alert, that didn't happen. Um, We're all... We're still alive. The lights were still on. The planes didn't drop out of the sky. Right? Like we were all so we were anticlimactic. <laughs> so anticlimactic. Like literally nothing even remotely interesting happened. It was just like same old, same old. But 
Yeah, 2000 comes and there is like, you know, definitely like this immediate shift. Mm, mm-hmm. Like everything gets like metallic, frosty, frosty. Yes. Light blue, shimmery eyeshadow, frosty lips, like the frostiest, oh. lightest baby <laughs> pink frost. Not defined at all. Just bleeding into your skin tone. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god and the layers the layers there's so many layers mm. <laughs> yeah i feel like 2003 four because okay i feel like prior like those first few years like those early 2000s is very much so like that paris hilton like metallic mm-hmm. Paco Rabanne style like handkerchief like dress mm-hmm. everyone's like I'm wearing a piece of metal on a string <laughs> and uh, my little like my little sandals oh my my little strappy sandals and my little bag and that's it and then everyone was like let's put on everything everything in our closet at once yes like the challenge became i don't know why but the challenge became like how many articles of clothing can you wear at once absolute maximalism oh you're only you're only wearing you're only wearing four camisoles (laughs) (laughs) okay okay nice try oh my god Honestly, the early 2000s is really the point in time where I started just seeing people try to bring it on these red carpets. I I feel like that was the era of like wiling out on the red carpet. And the person who comes to mind is Ashley Tisdale. (laughs) Ashley Tisdale didn't give no fucks. No fucks. Not one given. Ashley Tisdale, literally, I think about the look of her with the sleep mask, like as a headband, (laughs) as if she like, she was like, I just glamorously rolled out of bed. (laughs) And she had on about like fucking 17 camisoles and her jeans. And then she had on those little like New York Chinatown little beaded pink slippers. And then a scarf because, you know, obviously your neck is cold while you're sleeping. (laughs) Um, And then that damn satin (laughs) sleep mask. Oh, God. Just, yeah, there was a lot of fashion faux pas in the 2000s for me. I mean, definitely there was some cute things to come out of it. Like, that's when it was like pop princess heyday, you know, with Britney Spears and Christina Aguilera, Beyonce. I mean, we can't forget about Beyonce, you know, having her moment. And the girls, what I do appreciate about the early 2000s, the girls really had their own individual style. You know, like, Britney was, like, in the early 2000s, she's just all, like, I'm sexy and I'm sweaty. Mm. <laughs> and Christina Aguilera, <laughs> Christina Aguilera was, like, I'm sexy and I'm dirty. Yeah. And um, Beyonce was, like, I'm sexy and I'm wearing baby oil. Yeah. Like they all. <laughs> Pink was like, I'm sexy and I'm black. Like they all. <laughs> I miss Black Pink. That was a moment. Yes. That was a moment in time. 
you know, the OG black pig. <laughs> People don't even know. Oh my God, girl, with the sunglasses, the like little frosty, like like blue or pink sunglasses oh. that would have the little like the little like rhinestone like heart yeah. or like butterfly, butterfly. or star. Yes. You know, like it was it was all giving very like elect like very European like disco. Yeah. It was a moment. European pop. It felt like everybody was like giving their best like Eurovision audition. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I definitely that was my first pair of designer sunglasses in I think it was 2006. It was a Versace shield visor with an ombre brown to dark brown to lighter brown. Very that. Mm, ombre. <laughs> oh, gosh. It was all about the ombre glasses. Ombre. Like, okay, speaking of ombre glasses and black pink, that just made me think about her album cover where she has, like, literally, like, pink ombre glasses and they ombre so perfectly that it looks like the sunglasses just disappear into her face. <laughs> like, oh, oh. Now that is an ombre glass, bitch. <laughs> We also got, oh my God, because I was just thinking, I was like saying like, you know, everybody looked like they were uh, uh, dressed for Eurovision auditions. That's when we got American Idol. Yes. Wow. And that's when we got Kelly Clarkson and those streaks, girl. Oh, yes. Those streaks. I had those chunky streaks in my hair, definitely. (laughs) Oh my gosh. The girls were all about those chunky streaks. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like the 90s was all about the Rachel haircut. Oh it was God. like the early 2000s about where it was like about those Kelly Clarkson streaks like or or that like Paige Davis flip from like oh, Trading Spaces. Which I loved. Or you know what? A Lisa Rinna flip. Yes. Because you know what? She's held on to that hairstyle much longer than Paige Davis. Absolutely. So we'll give it like that Lisa Rinna flip, like that bangs. I, like... I definitely had that hairstyle too at one point. So, <laughs> <laughs> But I styled mine more in the in the style of Buttercup from Powerpuff Girls. So that was my inspo for it, not Lisa Rinna. <laughs> Period. Yeah. Oh my God, can you imagine going to like middle school and being like, yeah, I was just really trying to get some Lisa <laughs> Rinna. <laughs> I love the young and the restless. <laughs> or wait, Days of Our Lives. Yes. I love Days of Our Lives. It's my favorite story. Yeah. I, I always I always tape them on my TiVo <laughs> when I go to school. Not TiVo. <laughs> Good old TiVo. Where is TiVo now? Damn. R.I.P. <laughs> R.I.P. I remember I used to, I remember my dad got mad at me because I filled up his TiVo with America's Next Top Model. Oh, you would. And like, and like canceled one of his recordings. <laughs> and he was literally like. Wow. Not this reality TV show of these like young women crying and getting their hair dyed and cut in terrible ways. And I was like, yes, dad, important things. I mean, speaking of America's Next Top Model, I mean, both of us found so much inspiration in that. That was like the first little step into the high fashion world, you know, seeing these girls go from nobodies Mm -hmm. to somebodies. Mm -hmm. Yes. And that was our first time seeing a lace front wig up close on TV. (laughs) Tyra out here just coming out with wigs, girl. Yeah. I, I just always remember, I was like, God, her hairline is so perfect. Yeah. I've never seen a more perfect hairline Melted. in my life. <laughs> yes. Jay Manuel was back there melting them wigs down to that scalp, bitch. <laughs> yes. 
We were none the wiser. We were none the wiser. Hmm. Hmm. Special shout out <laughs> to Tyra and her wigs. Also her early 2000s style, because she would be like out there giving her little looks. You know, Tyra would be giving sexy supermodel 2000s. Yes. You know, like television show host, still a Victoria's Secret model at the time. Oh, yeah. You know, when, when track suits, ooh, baby, when Juicy Couture and Victoria's Secret tracksuits had the girls on a choke hole. Oh, my God. I wanted one so bad. Did you ever have one? Oh, my God. No. I didn't I, either. Can you imagine little teenage me being like, mom, <laughs> I want my Juicy Couture tracksuit. Oh, my God. It was on my Christmas list. I didn't see it under the tree. That's wrong. <laughs> um, uh, ooh, but you want to know one thing that I coveted mm. so for so long, girl? 2003 Louis Vuitton Mirakami monogram bag. Oh, yes. The colorful Ooh, one. The monogram Mirakami uh, Louis Vuitton collab. I coveted that collection so much that I literally got one of my own. Yes! Just last year. Ooh. She got many. This is a piece. This is a piece of 2000s fashion history y'all y'all if y'all don't know this was that was the collection that all the girls j-lo had it naomi campbell mm-hmm. had it paris hilton had it um Lindsay uh, lohan uh, Lindsay lohan mm-hmm. on mean girls Ca- mean girls thank you yeah. i actually convinced somebody that that is the actual back for mean girls ah! <laughs> i love it i was like i want it in an auction duh it's the bag don't touch it don't touch it <laughs> love that <laughs> and then they're gonna listen to this episode and be like i knew it i knew that bitch was lying i'm like you fell for it <laughs> oh my god mean <laughs> girls was such a moment bringing no. like having seeing high school girls wear stilettos i was like so shook i wanted to do that so bad <laughs> Can you imagine walking around the halls in high school for like eight hours a day in some stilettos? I've done it before. Um, it, it was a mistake. Um, <laughs> but it was. You live and you learn. Yes, it was the influence of Mean Girls. I wanted to have that Mean Girls moment. And I will say my my stilettos weren't super tall. I would say they were maybe like two and a half inches. So they weren't like crazy. But still, it was a mistake. Definitely. Tiger was wearing her little kittens. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Meow. Meow. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, you know, like all critiques aside, I think it's very clear that you and I are definitely two children of the 90s that were really inspired by the exuberance and individuality that was like really present in 90s fashion and styling, you know, which led us to obviously go to a little school called Columbia, where we studied costume design and met each other and grew up to be icons with a fashion podcast. (laughs) Funny how life works. (laughs) Yes, funny how these things turn out um, <laughs> and here we are talking once again about all things fashion what we love what we hate and um actually we never really talk about what we're indifferent about because like 
feel like that's a definition of indifference. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, we are two opinionated individuals. We are not going anywhere anytime soon. So for all of your favorite conversations surrounding fashion and friendship, catch us here at It's Giving Fashion. I'm your girl, Shea Coulee. And I'm Tiger Lily. And that was another episode. Bye.